Well, Ecclesiastes and A Christmas Carol and Advent all invite us to think about our relationship with time. Past, future, and especially the present moment. Our relationship with the present moment has so much to do with how much meaning we experience and we offer in this life. So, what is your relationship with time? Is there ever enough time? Do you have enough time? Do you feel in this season like you are always running out of time? And how proficient are you at telling time? Do you know what time it is? This is something we're continually learning in our house, especially it evolves year after year as the school schedule changes each school year morning. In the past, I was my children's only alarm clock, which worked okay when they had the same morning schedule. And when one bus picked them up for one pickup time to take them to one school. But now, this year, our children are at three different schools with three different schedules. And if the oldest one misses the bus, I have to drive to what feels like Kansas in the morning, but is actually Liberty North High School. <clears throat> and so... In the interest of time and my own sanity, we have introduced the use of alarm clocks. And this is better most of the time. Most of the time it goes something like this. Luke's superhero alarm clock wakes him up very early in the morning. Luke turns off said alarm clock, sometimes throws it down onto the floor after that, goes back to sleep, confident that I will wake him up again at a time that will give him enough time to waste no time as he gets ready for school. Then, Jackson's alarm clock goes off. It's an alarm clock I found that uh, was set up in a closet somewhere. I think he got it at a white elephant gift party one Christmas. And you can wake up with a beep or you can wake up with a recording. And so each and every morning at a particular time, what you hear coming from Jackson's room is a voice singing, It's time to get up. It's time to get up over and over and over again, and you can hear this through the walls and sometimes throughout the house, and the children love this. <laughs> Nora still has an old-fashioned alarm clock that turned 46 yesterday, and sometimes it walks into her room singing, it's time to get up, it's time to get up, but she lets me know real quick that ain't okay. And I've learned to discern when enough is enough. I like to push a little bit, but sometimes you've pushed a little bit too far, and she lets me know that it is time to stop. And right there may be a good way for us to discern the difference between the two kinds of time we see represented in Ecclesiastes and in A Christmas Carol and in all of our lives. Kronos time and Kairos time. Kronos time is the kind of time that you can tell with your watch. It's, it's the time that I set on my kids' alarm clocks. They have to be at the bus stop at a particular Kronos time. One of the questions my kids like to ask me on school mornings is, Daddy, what time is it? And after I respond, 
it's time for you to get a watch, I give them the chronos time. Kairos time is different, though. We all have different relationships with chronos time, whether we tend to show up early or late. Most of us at some point learn how to tell chronos time, but kairos time is different. The other question my children often ask me on school mornings is, Daddy, what's the temperature? Which is kind of a way that we could think about kairos time as a particular metaphor. When I'm walking into Nora's room and I'm singing, it's time to get up in the morning and Nora's emotional temperature starts to rise, I've learned to read the kairos of the moment. I know when her voice rises in a certain way and we've reached that kairos moment and it's time for me to stop singing if I value my ears. The literal temperature also informs us of what to wear and not to wear, and I am getting used to the fact that Missouri kids think it's okay to wear shorts and a t-shirt, even if it's just going to be 40 by noon, though in Texas you may know, some of you, that we start putting hoodies on when the temperature drops below 60, so this is different for me. And that is a way of telling the Kairos time. Kairos is about knowing what's in the air. Kairos is about the zeitgeist of the moment. What's the temperature of the room? Not just how hot or cold it is, but the emotional temperature of the room, the spiritual temperature of the people in the room. How are things feeling? Is this the right moment for this or to say that? What might it mean to show up well or not well in this particular moment. Last summer, I showed up at a wedding anniversary celebration here at this church on a Saturday afternoon after one of my kids' soccer games wearing um, a t-shirt and a cap, and I'm not sure if I had shorts on or, no, or not, but when I arrived, I, I stuck out. Everyone else had understood the kairos of the moment and shown up dressed up. Everyone except for me and Dan Triplett. (laughs) Dan showed up in shorts, really nice shorts, and a polo, though, and it was kind of tucked in. And so he saw me, and at one point he pulled me aside and he said, Jason, I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) Because you make me look good. And telling Kairos time is kind of like that. It's about knowing what moment you are in and showing up in that moment in the best way possible. It's about seizing the day and also knowing what kind of day you are seizing. Do you know what time it is right now? How proficient are you at telling Kairos time? Ecclesiastes and Charles Dickens both have a lot to say about this because telling time is one of those skills that support acquiring and accumulating a meaningful life. Last week, we heard the opening of Ecclesiastes, which starts out, and I don't have my spray bottle, I don't know where it walked off to, it was in here and then it wasn't in here, but it starts out Hevel, and you remember the mist, the spray. Hevel, Hevel, everything is Hevel. And this week's chapter begins, there is a time for everything. So everything is hevel, and there is a time for all the hevel that there is. There are ways to show up well 
in each and every Hevel moment. And there are ways to not show up well in time as well. Do you have a sense of how to show up well in each present moment? Because your relationship with the present deeply determines your relationship with life. Your relationship with the present also determines the impact of your life. Now listen to this. How you've shown up in the past is how you are known in the present. And how you're showing up in the present in your life is how you will be known in the future. And how you show up in the present has a whole lot to do with how you tell time. And so, here are three related things that the author of Ecclesiastes wants us to know today as it relates to time. And this should be easy for you to remember. First of all, we need to know the time. Specifically, we need to know the kairos time. What is in the air in this particular moment? Is it time for something to be planted? Or is it time for something to be uprooted? Is it time for something to be built up? Or time for something to be torn down? Is it time to sing? Or is it time to be quiet? Is it time to be patient? Or is it time to be passionate? Is it time to scroll social media or is it time to put the screens away? Do you have a sense in your own body of when it's time for you to sleep? Do you have a sense of when it's time for you to be with people and to separate? When it's time to be silent or when it's time to step up? What time is it right now? What time is it right now in the present for us and for others. This is something that the spirit of Christmas present knew Scrooge needed to learn. In fact, it may have been his most important lesson. In fact, we see him very first actively learning this lesson in the past. In the book, A Christmas Carol, when Scrooge goes into his past and he begins to fondly remember those moments that blessed him where other people were blessing him and also moments where people shunned him when he was poor, his mind immediately went to the present day, thinking about the people he had blessed or shunned, more likely, thinking about those moments when he had treated someone poorly. And all of a sudden, he seems to clearly understand the moments he'd missed because of how he'd chosen to show up or to not show up in them. A child knocking at his door asking for help, a nephew inviting him to Christmas dinner. His whole life, maybe some of your lives are like this too, his whole life had become so oriented toward responding to a certain kind of chronos time, what time the clock was telling it, him it was, what schedule the clock was telling him he was supposed to be on, that he got so oriented toward that and the monetary worth of each moment that when he looked back, he realized that at some point along the way, he'd forgotten to, how to tell time in the most important of ways. How are you 
really at discerning what time it is. Ecclesiastes and Dickens invite us to know the time. And they also invite us to know the times. To know the times, what cycle or seasons we're in. There can be a kairos and a chronos to the cycles and the seasons of our lives. And Advent and Christmas are seasons when there can be a kairos and a chronos at the same time. They can come together. The calendar, the chronos of the calendar, can tell us what season it is. But there also seems to often at Advent or Christmas be something in the air. And if we lose our ability to sense that and to show up appropriately in it, we not only miss Christmas, ultimately we begin to miss out on life. The spirit of Christmas present showed Scrooge this by giving him a glimpse of what was going on in homes all over his city. You may remember this from a book or a movie. Some of you have heard the quote, likely many of you have heard the quote, Be kind to everyone, because everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. You've heard this? Be kind to everyone. Because everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Though in the Christmas carol, Scrooge was given a glimpse into the battles and the beauties of life that were being lived all around him. Lives he could have been a part of. Lives he could have impacted. Lives that he could have enriched. Lives that could have enriched his life. If he'd only known how to rightly interpret life and time. Do you do this? Do you have an antenna that gives you a sense of the best ways to show up in time? Do you have a sense of that? At the beginning of A Christmas Carol, Scrooge is forewarned about his own destiny by the ghost of his friend Marley who had lived as poorly as he had. Scrooge argued with him that Marley had been good you, you, you're, you're, you're too hard on yourself. You were good at business, to which Marley shot back immediately, Scrooge, people were my business. Which was his way of saying he had been no good at business at all. How is it that we get good at that kind of business, which is also our business? How is it that we get good at the kind of being present to people business and showing up in the moment that we're supposed to show up in as we're supposed to show up in each present moment. How do we get good at that business, the only business that ultimately seems to matter? I'm reminded of a quote from a person in 1100 AD who said this, When I was a young person, I wanted to change the world. I found it was difficult to change the world, so I tried to change my nation. When I found I couldn't change the nation, I began to focus on my own town. I found I couldn't change the town, and so then as an older man, I tried to change my family. Now as an old man, I realize the only thing I can change is myself. And suddenly I realize that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have made an impact on my own family. 
My family and I then could have made an impact on our town, and our impact could have changed the nation and indeed ultimately changed the world. The most impactful work we can do is so often the work in the present that is right in front of us. The most impactful work that we can be engaged in is often to learn to fully show up with the people and the work that God has given us now. How many times have you rushed past a person or a moment that needed you because you were so consumed with your schedule to actually show up in time? Don't do that. Don't do that because all of life can be found in the accumulation of each moment in life. What would it mean for you to begin to show up in time? What would it mean for you to embrace the work of showing up where you are? Because the work of showing up where you are is the work of a meaningful life. Ecclesiastes and Advent and Dickens and Jesus invite us all to know the time. And they invite us all to know the times. And they invite us all to know what is timeless. I love this line in verse 11 that we heard in the reading and even in Angie's prayer earlier. God has placed eternity in the hearts of people. Which is to say that God has made us to sense that there are things going on that cannot be held by time. There are things in this world that are timeless. There are things in creation that are of lasting, eternal significance. They cannot be bound up by time. Do you ever have this sense? Do you ever have this sense that there is a grand mystery going on all around you? Do you ever have this sense that there's more going on around you than you can see with your eyes or hear with your ears? A sense of the infinite? A sense that some matters, some moments matter more than other moments. And some matters matter more than others. You ever have a sense of that? Friends, God gave you that sense. And we can learn as people created in God's image to tune our lives into that sense more often. This is the work and the wonder that Jesus has pointed us to. The kingdom of God is near you, Jesus said. It is among you. It is here. It is within your grasp. And the work of a meaningful life is learning how to show up to the life and to the people and to the work that God has placed right in front of you within your grasp. Because how you show up in time is how you show up and experience what is timeless. How you show up in the present 
is how you show up and experience and impact what is eternal. And so, how will you show up in time this week?